going on, everybody? This is the Workrate Podcast. I'm joined by Brad. We, if if any of you guys were wondering, we have actually been recording these. I've just not been uploading. So. <laughs> oh, fucking weirdo! I'm just like <laughs> recording. They're like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, I just I just move on with my day and I forget, and then I'm like, oh, you know, I should do that. Like, you know what? It's been too long. And we were going to do a uh, a pay per view one, and then we just didn't communicate that well with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was Tuesday, and neither of us had said anything. And I was just like, "Well, if he's not going to say anything, yeah, I was just kind of busy all week." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not going to say anything." <laughs> and then it's going to be Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be Thursday. And uh, anyways, it's Friday. Um, Friday, yeah. Uh, but, Dynamite uh, was, I really liked it this week. Me too. I was going to say, I really liked the pay-per-view too, since we didn't talk about that. The pay-per-view was phenomenal. It's too yeah. bad we didn't get a chance to talk about it, because it was, it was probably bell to bell. They're, like, wrestling-wise, their best pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole show had such a good flow to it. Mm-hmm. Like, by the to the point when um, it was the end of the uh, Texas death match, I was like, man, this pay-per-view is flying by. It was shorter than other ones. It was only three and a half hours. Yeah. But I mean, it's even shorter with an hour long match too. And that hour long match is probably my match of the year. I didn't think anything was going to top offspray and Omega, but I think that one did for me. The, the Iron thing, Man match. It's, it's funny. Like, I think I honestly think the, uh, the hangman uh, mm-hmm. mocks match. Might have taught, might have. I might have enjoyed it more than the main event, but it's just, it's like A plus versus A plus. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had three legit match of the year contenders. I love the trios match. I love the trios the... match was far too good for the build. Yeah, far yeah. too good for the build. Yeah, that yeah. match was that's the best trios match AEW's had in a long time. Because mm-hmm. at one point that was their strength, yeah. And then they kind of got—I don't know—they kind of lost their way a little bit. I don't know if it was re- relying on comedy or I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but it became—I don't—I don't know if it just became less novel, yeah. Because n- no other company does trios, mm-hmm. or at least no North outside American of Mexico. Yeah, I was gonna say outside of Mexico, you don't really see trios. And New Japan, yeah, 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 yeah. They, but. Yeah, the pay per view is great. I even loved uh, Christian versus Jungle Boy. I thought that was a fun match yeah, too. That, everything was everything hit. Everything hit. Yeah, the only down match I think, and it's only because the placement on the card was Joe versus Wardlow because it followed the Texas Death Match, and it's like, why yeah, do you but really the follow crowd that? Still was up for it. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's what was great. The crowd never went down. Mm-hmm. They should have gone down for that match. Yeah. I think it's just a personal thing. I was down after watching the Texas Death Match. After well, and also. And this is the complaint I've had, or not complaint, but criticism I've had about the TNT title. They repeat a lot of opponents. Mm-hmm. A lot of opponents. It's the same people with in the orbit of that title. They don't change it up very often. Mm-hmm. And even right now, tonight, we saw Wardlow versus Powerhouse. We've seen yeah. Wardlow versus Powerhouse. Mm-hmm. We'd seen Joe versus Wardlow. We'd seen... like. It's this mm-hmm. combination of the same guys over and over. So in that sense, there was a little bit of law of diminishing returns and in, in terms of my excitement going into it. But the mm-hmm. match was great. 
Yeah. It was good. But yeah. James, but yeah, it's really good. solid pay-per-view. Wrestling-wise, you, you can't really... No notes. I have no notes. Mm-hmm. The women For sure. were amazing. The turn? Beautiful. I love um, the turn, too, because it was, it was like Ruby... Because I saw some people like, well, why'd she wrestle Soraya the whole match if she was turning? I don't think she, like, in storyline-wise, went into that match thinking she was going to turn. It wasn't until she lost the match that she's like, well, fuck, what am I going to do now? So she just turned. You know what's funny? I I talked about this. Uh, I think I just put it in my notes for this episode, but I'll talk about it now because um, because it happened on the pay-per-view as well. Her no future kick, I do not like it as a move in the match, or at least I don't like it as a finisher. Mm-hmm. I love it as like a as like a stunner mid confrontation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what for I mean? the for the turn when she hit it with Jamie Hader, it worked perfectly. Yeah, or it's like the Pele kick from Finn mm-hmm. Balor. Yeah, when Finn Balor Pele kicked uh, fucking Johnny Gargano into another dimension. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it's impactful. Like uh, like Stone Cold Stunner was more than the Stunner is now. Like mm-hmm. when Kevin Owens does a Stunner, it's not the same. Yeah. When anyone else does it, it's not the same. Like there was, there was an out of nowhereness to, uh, to the stunner, mm-hmm. or like an RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That uh, she has that. Yeah. There's there's something about the body language when they do it. Mm-hmm. Ruby Soho has a body language that no one else on the women's roster has. Yeah, yeah. And when we get to it later, her promo. On dynamite was phenomenal. <laughs> it was good, man. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start this out. I actually took a little bit of notes for half the show. Uh, <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. Just just some talking points. Because sometimes it, the when we do two days later, I'm like, I don't fucking remember this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first match was Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. I don't really know who was asking for this. I don't know. <laughs> I know I've just, I've seen people on Twitter talk about like does Jay Lethal have like secrets on Tony Khan or something because he's on like every he, show. He keeps getting he keeps getting matches. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know he was an old school Ring of Honor guy, so that could be it. Um, he's a fan of that of that brand from mm-hmm. from his era. But yeah, it's the fucking what? Like one guy who's not getting resigned is. Um, fucking Brian Cage. Brian Cage, and he's yeah. a guy. He's got all the moves. He's got all the moves. He's one of the best workers you'll ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. But he's got no personality. Like mm-hmm. for a guy to be that good in the ring, and for me not to get, not to give a single solitary fuck about you, means that you're super super boring. And that's what Jay Lethal does for me. Yeah. Outside of the allegations. Which, well, yeah, yeah, that's the main which I'll thing. Never, yeah. I'll never be cool <laughs> with. But like, yeah. he's also like, he's also just really, really boring. Mm-hmm. He's just, I don't know. All his gimmick is just like imitating other wrestlers, and now it's imitating another wrestler who's a rapist, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. who we know he's good friends with, and he's also mm-hmm. quite possibly. In the same boat as this man, so yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot there's 
Boo Jay Lethal. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. The only thing I like about Jay Lethal now is that means that Sanjay Dutt and Jeff Jarrett are coming out with it. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Sanjay and Jeff Jarrett are funny. Um, mm-hmm. I did like in, was it on the pay-per-view or on this night? Where they came out wearing the uh, the turbans? It was the pay-per-view. What match were they in on the pay-per-view? Yeah. Oh, right. The the, the t- big tag the, match. Yeah, the tag match. Yeah. That was cool. Anyways, yeah, they, they come out for this match, but they're barred from ringside, which is fun. Yeah. Cool. I love, because like, uh, all the refs come out, Jeff Jarrett just tries to go right past the refs, like, fuck you guys. Like, he just doesn't even care. But then, uh, was it Pat Buck that had to, like, put it, push him back? And you can't you can't get past Pat Buck because he's still mm-hmm. jacked as fuck. Yeah, um, that rhymed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked uh, Jay Lethal. He wrestles a good match though. His matches are very con- they people can learn from him. Which is yeah. funny that I say this because he's so boring. But people can learn from him how he targets a limb. He really targeted Orange Cassidy's leg. Um, one of my favorite parts of the match, and I thought this was really good. Um, Jay Lethal had Orange Cassidy up in like a military press, but instead of slamming him, he just stood him down really hard and mm-hmm. jammed Orange Cassidy's knee. Yeah. I was like, that is unique. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see that normally. Yeah. It's like this... the equivalent of an um, atomic drop on the mm-hmm. knee. Yeah. This match had. Um... Really good, like limb work because Orange Cassidy worked uh, Jay Lethal's shoulder. The shoulder, and like I was, I was watching this match and I was like, man, I, I, I know we've talked about this before, but like you know, guys like Jim Cornette, they talk about how they much they hate Orange Cassidy, but mm-hmm. if you watch his matches, like once you get past the comedy stuff, he wrestles a really old school style. Like there's he just, really does. This whole match was just limb work. Like that's like as old school as you can get. And like <laughs> that's all his matches are like that. Almost mm-hmm. like yeah. he's. The consummate babyface getting beat down and beat down and beat down, eventually firing up like that's mm-hmm. that's babyface one hundred and one. Yeah, um, yeah, but it did lead to a really cool part at the end where Jay Lethal goes for the lethal injection, but his shoulder gives out, which was mm-hmm. awesome. It was Orange Cassidy tried to uh, do the orange punch at one point and his knee gave out, but it, was like, mm-hmm. it didn't look real. Necessarily, yeah. but this did. Like he goes yeah. to do the handspring and just kind of collapses on the arm, and then and then he he gets up and eats the punch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. Yeah, his co- his collapse looks so real. Like I thought it was a mess up at first. Like oh that sucks, but I was like oh wait no, they've been working the shoulder the whole match. So yeah, no, he, it was like mm-hmm. you you see that a lot with somebody going to run to do a move and the knee gets mm-hmm. out, but you don't often see it with somebody going to do a handspring. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he can't do the handspring, and he falls on his side or whatever. It was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is not seen that before. Kudos to Jay. Le- Credit where it's yeah. due. Kudos to Jay Lethal. Match was good. The storytelling was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still boring as hell. Yeah. And then after the match, Jay Lethal tries to leave, but he starts messing with the ref. So Jeff Jarrett comes in and El Cabong's uh, Orange Cassidy's knee. Yes. And then- Hits him in the knee with the fucking mm-hmm. with the fucking guitar. guitar. And then best friends come out with mm-hmm. fucking pipes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Like, where the fuck they get pipes? Why are people just leaving like fucking chairs and tape and 
chains and fucking pipes lying around all the time. Um, it's not safe in the backstage area. So we know we're going to get a, uh, either a tag match or a or a trios match out of this. And this is what mm-hmm. I like. They're setting up a lot of uh, trios matches to sort of uh, create a division there. Because at yeah. one point, remember they had that crazy trios division without a trios yeah, before, title? Before they had the trios titles? I, I, I remember we were talking about it on here, like, oh man, they got this trios, they got this trios, they got this trios. Yeah, everyone was in a trio. And then mm-hmm. it, it didn't happen because Kenny was hurt and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then, uh, so it kind of, the trios kind of went by the wayside, but oftentimes, and especially in the women's division, but also in the trios division, there's only ever a trios match when it's a title match, or there's mm-hmm. only ever a women's match when it's a title match. Mm-hmm. It's good to have like a context for why there's a title match, as yeah. opposed to just someone challenging. Like, we, d- I mean, sure, you sort of got rid of the ranking system, but like, Wins and losses should still matter. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last like time they updated their rankings? I haven't seen that in a long time. They pulled that back. Yeah, they and they said there was a mandate. They're like, they said it's still the rankings still technically exist. I think if you go to their website, it's still there, but they're mm-hmm. not pushing the rankings anymore because okay. they logistically it was a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, because yeah, it'd be hard to like do like a random match feud and stuff. Like yeah. That. Like wins and losses still matter. And I like that. Like when mm-hmm. someone loses, it has ramifications for them going forward. When someone wins, they can win multiple, like they still have a record records still matter. Mm-hmm. The record yeah. does matter. The rankings, not so much. Cause it's sort of like, like, okay, this guy's 52 and zero this week, but it's all jobbers. Mm-hmm. Or this year, but it's all yeah. jobbers. So it's you get you get people making bad faith arguments. You they find they paint themselves into a corner sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if if there's certain people you never put on the show, they're going to have the best record because they're only on dark. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, and uh. then yeah, so uh, okay, so next we have Ricky Starks, and he comes out there. He's wearing pearls. Which is awesome. Yeah, he looks like, awesome. He's got that uh, Marge, Sim- Marge Simpson drip. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes out there. He says, uh, "So obviously, I'm done. Ju- I'm done with the JAS." And uh, like, people yes. keep asking me, Ricky Starks, what's next for you? And he's like, "Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what's next for me. What I'm more concerned about is where's next for me." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Ooh." Because first of all, there is the rumors that Ricky Starks, or there have been rumors that Ricky Starks is going to leave, that WWE wants Ricky Starks, that Mm -hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. You and I both think he's not going anywhere. No. but Maybe Japan, uh, if anywhere. Well, that's the thing. I thought, like, maybe he goes to wrestle a bit with New Japan a bit. Maybe he goes Mm -hmm. to Japan for a little. Like, that's fine. Or goes there for a match, for a feud, or Mm -hmm. something like that. And one, and, and which sort of led to my thinking of this is the Bullet Club music hits. The Bullet Club uh, logo appears on the screen. Uh, Ricky Starks is like, what the fuck? 
everybody and their mother thought it was Jay White. Oh, yeah, me too. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. (laughs) Which, again, Tony Khan's got to know that. Mm -hmm. Tony Khan's got to know that's what people are thinking. So just Mm -hmm. be careful with stuff like that. Because then people would be like, oh, it's not Jay White. Boo. I don't care about this. Even Mm -hmm. though it's fucking Juice Robinson. And Juice Robinson is a fucking badass. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he's, he's held belts in New Japan. He, yeah. he he comes in, fucking knocks out Ricky Starks, is uh just fucking teeing off on him, and then was it in the back afterwards or somewhere he said that uh Bullet Club is coming to Bullet Clubs is uh worldwide Bullet Club is coming to North America or something like that. So oh, nice. I think we're I think we're getting Bullet Club fucking AEW because Bullet Club doesn't Bullet Club doesn't ever act alone. Yeah, for sure. And I know Juice had wanted to leave Bullet Club for a while, but now David Findlay's the leader of Bullet Club, and I know they're friends, so that's probably why he's back in Bullet Club, is my guess. So Yeah, so uh, he did, I think, well, he was technically not part of it when he first came over to AEW. Mm-hmm. I think it was sort of like in the, it was kind of murky, so they didn't want to like say he's Bullet Club when he, when he's not with that company anymore, but if they gave them the blessing and mm-hmm. this is where I think does fucking Ricky Starks chase juice to Japan. That'd be fun. And have a match there or something mm-hmm. would be, would be cool. And do some bullet club guys come from Japan here. Do some people in AEW join juice. Cause also juice ain't the leader. Let's be, let's be real here. Maybe this is leading to Jay white. I doubt it, but maybe this. That'd be nuts, though. <laughs> like maybe you never know, man. He's not. Yeah, he he's not in WWE yet. Yeah, he can't. He can't um, go to Japan or wrestle in New Japan at all. So he's just bringing the Bullet Club to AEW. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. Good shit. Um, just want to double check. It says you. It says we're recording on your end, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. I just because I don't see the little squiggly fucking lines on the bottom. Oh. I have them on mine, so yeah, that's fine. I I I trust it. I, I can <laughs> see it's recording up top. I just want to just want to make sure. Okay, what else? What else? What else? So yeah, that that's cool. That's exciting. Um, yeah. So next we uh, we have Ruby Soho coming down to the ring. Um, I think this is with Tony Schiavone, probably. Uh, I can't remember if it was Tony or Renee. It was one of the two. I can't remember though. It was in the ring, anyways. Mm-hmm. Which I loved. I loved. They got another, finally, another woman in the ring, cutting a promo in the center of the ring. Because to this point, it's really just been Britt doing that. And even mm-hmm. when Britt isn't even the champion, Britt's doing that. Mm-hmm. Like Britt's been doing more talking than Jamie Hader, which, in my opinion, should back off a little bit. Yeah, I think or I think I think not she should back, but they should back her off a little bit and let Jamie Hayter take. Yeah, uh, take the stage. She is the champion after all, mm-hmm. because it's still like uh, Britt Baker's doing all the talking and Jamie Hayter's just in the background. I'm like, this yeah, is holding the holding the belt. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, she says that she made her decision. And I love this because. Because this is this is sort of what I was talking about earlier about how 
the context of wins and losses matter. The context of what happens matters. It's not just gone in the wind <laughs> after the result. She said that every big match she ever had, the fans cheered the other person over her and booed her. Um, mm-hmm. When she would beat their favorite person, they would boo her. Um, and she said the same thing happened with Tony Storm. And we pointed that out when Tony, mm-hmm. when Tony Storm was the champion and Jamie Hayter was out there, when everybody was cheering for Jamie Hayter, despite Tony Storm being the face mm-hmm. and yeah. carrying the company for what, like, the women's division for three, four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they were booing Tony Storm and they were cheering Jamie Hayter. And this was just after people were like, oh, yay, Tony Storm's joined. Oh, well, anyway, mm-hmm. like uh, they just moved on to the next shiny toy. Uh, mm-hmm. well, well, she's got a nicer ass. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is. It was like WWE needs to treat Jamie or needs to treat Tony Storm better. Oh shit, she's with us anyway. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they said they did the same thing with Soraya, which that's a little different. <laughs> it, yeah, her, a, lot her of, online. a lot of the Soraya stuff is due to the person she's in a relationship with. Oh yeah, who is a legitimate piece of trash human being. Yeah, like yeah. no, and she goes to bat for him every day. So. And yeah, her music she's, is her music is his. It's a yeah, yeah. I've heard convict, her. I've seen convicted her. Convicted felon went to mm-hmm. fucking jail for like involvement in a homicide. Mm-hmm. I've heard her talking about how um, she wants to have an intergender match with him, and I was like, oh god, please don't, don't bring Ronnie Radke to. I didn't even want to say his name, but do not yeah. bring Ronnie Radke to AEW. He'll get beat up backstage. <laughs> He's got enough involvement with being her music, which she sings down to the ring every time. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. He's a trash human being. He treats women like shit. He treats fans like shit. He'll he'll get beat up backstage if he shows. He's up. Fucking involved in a murder. He jokes yeah. about the stuff. It's like his whole his whole gimmick is people hate me. That's mm-hmm. his whole fucking gimmick. And now that's her gimmick. It's yeah. like she's she's sort of become an extension of him. Um, and that's why people dislike her because she, I mean, obviously you're ride or die for your partner, but like she's ride or die for a terrible person. Oh yeah. And I try to separate that a little bit cause she's not him. Um, yeah, but, that's how I feel too. Cause I, I like her like as a wrestler and stuff, but then you just remember who she's dating and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's when she just goes out and publicly publicly defends him. It's like you know what he's done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like his whole uh, popular monster is his thing. It's like saying that he's a popular monster. It's like yeah, that's literally what he is. Mm-hmm. It's like when um, Wow signed Tessa Blanchard and made her that exactly. shirt that said like exactly. nuclear heat. <laughs> that's exactly it. He's the nuclear heat of shitty metalcore. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't want him to come backstage because, like, you know, you got guys like Brody and Butcher who are in like legit hardcore bands, and I'm sure they don't like him. <laughs> that are like involved in that music scene, and they're probably yeah. like, "Dude, don't <laughs> pick their teeth with him." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, she's uh, but really. 
whoopsie doodle really my phone pal uh really cool really good promo points. yeah really good promo really cool points based in reality because this shit did happen mm-hmm. so when taz is like you know ruby soho did make some good points i'm like yes yeah, she did because i was screaming those points when they were happening mm-hmm. when people were yeah. booing the face over the heel just to take over the shows and this and that and like mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're Ruby Soho, why do you pretend to be a face when mm-hmm. the fans don't even fucking support you in the first place? Like, this makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And she has such a swagger. And she said, he's like, and now I'm going to beat another one of your uh, homegrown babies. Come out here, uh, Sky Blue. And she just kicks her ass. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's amazing. Like, one mm-hmm. of your homegrown babies. It's it was awesome. It was so good. And she's just wearing out that ass. Um, ew, it sounds like I'm talking <laughs> about porn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no this, peg- this match was... No pegging here. No pegging here. Yeah. Match is short, but it needed to be with just to show Ruby's dominance. And then after the match, they are they going to spray paint her? But then Willow yeah, comes they, down. Yeah, Willow comes down. And... Uh, Will is like, because they were tag partners. They had that fucking mm-hmm. vicious match where they fucking murdered Anna uh, J. <laughs> Anna J. Haven't seen her since. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's well, a pancake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, Willow comes down. She's like, hey, you know, chill. We're cool. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. And nope, the, the other two ladies attack Willow from behind. Um, it's a three on one. They spray paint them both. I don't like any of this because I am Willow ride or die. Oh yeah. Um, Legit heat now, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll go through a wall for Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is exciting. I like this. This is good. It's very good. The, I think I, the group I of love Tony Ruby and... Soho being the, the, the centerpiece of this. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The I think because their group, like I, I got the idea behind it, but it was kind of getting stale already, which was kind of sucked. But mm-hmm. adding Ruby adds a lot to it. It adds a lot of heat to it. Mm-hmm. Adds a yeah. lot of heat. Like she's getting shut the fuck up, chance, mm-hmm. which is a great reaction to get as a heel. Um, mm-hmm. She, uh, well, yeah, because people, and again, this is what Ruby was talking about. Like Tony Storm was almost getting go away heat in like a yeah, disrespect in a disrespect for just, for, for just existing. Mm-hmm, for just being for, in matches against Jamie Hayter. For just and having like, the best fucking women's matches the company has mm-hmm. for a year and a half. <laughs> like what mm-hmm. the fuck are you guys oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But, this... but yeah, even the matches she was having not against Jamie Hayter, she was getting no reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you? What's missing here? Is it mm-hmm. your brains? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. These matches are great. Um, yeah, yeah this, so this is good, and I love it. And I need to take my notes up off the floor because I, I hope thought... it. I hope it leads to a women's uh, blood and guts match, which I think it is. Yes. Um, did I say that? No, you I said, said that, that before. Something yeah. else. I said that about something else, but I would love a women's blood and guts, yeah, blood and guts match. Yeah, yeah. Um, bring Sheeta in. We don't know which side she's on. Yeah. 
Which they were kind of, before she went back to Japan, it was kind of her like still hanging around Tony and Soraya, but not liking what they were doing. So they could do that stuff. I think you got to bring Jade into this. That'll that'll get a lot of uh, That'll get a lot of heat. They'll get a Mm -hmm. lot of heat. Um, So we should transition into the Jade promo. (laughs) Um, Jade had a promo where she said she's 53 and 0. There's no competition left in this company. We're going to Canada. Canada, bring your fucking, bring your best. I'll I'll fuck them up. Basically. Yeah, she she's interviewing with uh, Renee. She's like, Renee, you're from Canada, right? You got any tough chicks up there? She's like, No, you don't. And then like <laughs> Renee's face the whole time was just pissed off. I was like, Dang, is Renee gonna fight Jade? <laughs> um, it's like who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to figure it out, and I couldn't think of. I don't. I don't know. You any. sent me the thing of. Uh, it was Twitter cle or uh, people on Google. Uh, like uh, is uh, Mercedes searching? Is yeah? Is Mercedes Monet Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, there's there's only one I can think of, and I don't think it would work. And that would be. Um, the the person who faced Athena in that one match on Dark that got whooped. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think she'd be like the the big. No, because she can't. That that's the only. There's there's got to be others like Natalia. That nuts. I'm a Natalia but... fan. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. No, that's she's like my wife's favorite wrestler. Uh, but uh, that'd be nuts, though. I I mean, as far as I know, she's still signed to WWE. But that'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I just I've always liked Natalia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's necessarily the most entertaining wrestler, but I like her. Yeah. Um who yeah, I just I can't think of anyone. And is there someone already on the roster? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any I'm trying to think who's Canadian. There's one. Allie, but she's faced Allie. Yeah, and I think Allie's hurt, right? She got hurt Was, in one match. Could just she just could be her coming back. Mm-hmm. The bunny. Um, Is she from Winnipeg though? Because she specifically said Winnipeg. I want to face someone from they, Winnipeg. They, they can fudge it. That's true. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Let me just talk talk a little bit. Vamp for me. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> put you on the spot here. You Mercedes just singing, scatting. She could, yeah, she could be Canadian. I'm just gonna say Mercedes. What's um, what's her name? Lufisto is that? Oh, is she Canadian? I don't know. If she was, then yes. Uh, okay, so let me see. Taya Valkyrie. Is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Green, no. Let's see. Gail Kim. That'd be pretty nuts. That'd be pretty nuts. But Lufisto is Canadian. Trish Stratus would be funny. Um, Somehow get her to come. (laughs) Maurice Ouellette. Is that the Maurice? Yeah, yeah. No one else that I yeah I don't see anyone else that I know. So let's hope it's Gail Kim. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be great. 
Rosemary would be interesting. She'd be cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see Taya Valkyrie, Gail Kim, or Rosemary. I think it's going to be, if it's someone from outside the company, probably one of <laughs> those three. And, yeah. uh, Gail Kim would be incredible. Gail Kim would be someone that you have beat her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Gail Kim comes in, wins the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gail, is that nuts. Punk's wife? Or what's up? Who's Punk's What'd you wife? Say? Oh, AJ Lee. AJ Lee. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They they both happened in an era that I wasn't not watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get them mixed up because they were in the same era. If if it was AJ Lee, then one hundred percent Punk's coming back. But. <laughs> Yeah, who knows these days? There's too many hints. Too well, many the hints MJF media scrum promo was just seeing punk, but with pickles instead of a muffin. After was it really? I didn't. I didn't yeah. watch it. He he was all beat up from the match, and he had the towel around his neck, just the same. But instead of eating muffins, he was eating pickles, and he kept talking about how good these pickles were, just like Punk did. <laughs> he he's incredible. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and. As uh, he should not have thrown that drink on the kid because it's a kid and you never yeah. know what's going to happen. And it's just going to lead to s- some asshole in the Facebook group telling me to fuck off and then I ban him from the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that uh, like Will Hobbs came out and helped the kid out and they brought him a bunch of stuff. And, yeah, uh, uh, Amanda Hoover was there. Will Washington <laughs> was there. Both Will Washington does not work for AEW too. He was just <laughs> he's just being like the best man on the face <laughs> of the earth. Yeah. yeah, Will Washington is a fucking saint. Yeah, and I I saw some report that I guess Tony Khan after the media scrum like took MJF aside and was like, hey man, you got to tone that stuff down a bit, like messing with. Got to be careful so, when when <laughs> giving. Uh, MJF that talk too, because yeah, you do. He's a little sensitive, as we've <laughs> found out in the past. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah. So uh, next thing next. we have FTR, baby. Oh, baby! Oh my God! They had uh, a pop and a half when they came out. They had awesome. uh, that. This was uh, what did they used to call it? The uh, not road like warrior pop, road. They got the road warrior pop, which makes mm-hmm. sense because they are basically the the road warriors of this generation. Not to say mm-hmm. that they wrestle that way, but like they they've got that stature within yeah, the yeah, tag yeah. division as just badasses that you cannot mm-hmm. fuck with. That everybody yeah. wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, that Give you travel match, the world, no matter what. Yeah. Um, they have a good match with every with anybody. Um, and we should talk about how they came out at the pay-per-view in amazing fashion. Um, the fucking little shits that have been trolling them for a year at this mm-hmm. point, who won their title, who, I mean, they had, they had the belts, but they basically took their spot in that match. Everyone wanted them in the match. Mm-hmm. They go to uh, cut a promo. They don't call out FTR. They just basically tell people to suck it, which just pisses people off even more. They don't say anything of substance, but out comes FDR. And also, their finishing move is basically the Shatter Machine. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the big rig. It's, uh, but they, they, what do they call it? The three ten to Yuma, which is a cool yes. name for a finisher. But yeah, it's like um, instead of like a flapjack into a code breaker, they do a flapjack into like a STO or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I just figured that out in that match. Is like that's fucking FTR's move, just with a mm-hmm. slight variation. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is one thousand percent purposeful. And I oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's great. Um, so FDR came out and just killed him, and then hit the hit the big rig, which they call did they call it the Shatter Machine? No, that was that was the name they called it in WWE. Why am I thinking that though? Anyways, it doesn't um, matter. Edge and Beth Phoenix just did it, and I saw it going all over Twitter. Yeah, which was awesome, <laughs> which was cool yeah. because they trained Edge uh, to mm-hmm. get back into wrestling. So this was a that was a homage to. Yeah, FTR, which was nice. Yeah. I love that yeah. Edge did that. Yeah, um, they they hit one of the guns too with a uh, spiked pile driver, which I was like, damn, that's pretty brutal for your comeback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But also, the the gun drew blood. That's true. Uh, that's true. And just from punches, just throwing punches back and forth, busted. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Dax, Dax was open. Dax was bleeding just from the the beat. And down. he had a bit of a he had a bit of a mouse, like a bit of a black eye on this episode. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can see the so stitches they come too. out, and they they can't even get words in. The crowd just won't let them, mm-hmm. um, and they're soaking it up. They're yeah, like, "Yeah, same. yeah, we know. We are we are this tag division. Yeah, we are the yeah. best." Did you guys we miss us? And stuff? We know it. Um, Tony Khan knows it, and apparently these guys. I think it was it was Pro Wrestling Illustrated. No, mm-hmm. that's the fake one. Pro Wrestling Insider. Mm-hmm. Who is legit? They are legit. They're they vet their sources. They they know their stuff. They break stuff all the time. Um, they said that FTR is locked in long term, and yeah. that this whole all this stuff with Dax saying what he's saying has been a work, which mm-hmm. they've been doing before. They've always done this. Remember mm-hmm. the they worked the first three months of. AEW saying that they didn't have a contract mm-hmm. so that they could sign, they only signed the contract once they got their title shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You remember when they first they, came in, they, had they filmed it on TV cool. and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were under a fucking con and they went on Jim Cornette's podcast and mm-hmm. fucking trashed the AEW tag division while under contract with AEW, but mm-hmm. kayfabe, they weren't. Like, this is how they tell stories. Mm hmm. Um, for sure, and I love them for it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. They worked us all. I was going back yeah. and forth because I was like, I don't know. This seems real. What they're saying, yeah. And yeah, like they, ha- they have podcast, real, like, they have really real gripes. <laughs> like they had real criticisms and real gripes of how they've been treated and this and that. And then, um, but they've also done it in the past. And the mm-hmm. WWE contract that he had on the table when having a drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's a well done, guys. Well done. And they basically mm-hmm. come out. They say, hey, you know, raw, 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 raw. We're family men. We're here. We're here to kick ass. And you guys love us. And we wouldn't be here without you. And basically, like, we love Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe's no longer with us. He's one of our best friends. Mm-hmm. We love that we had a 
a fantastic trilogy with those guys and we hate that the uh that the guns came out there and took that moment from us and now we'll never see our friend again and like jesus christ yeah no boys yeah <laughs> like fuck like talking like this is what AEW's really good at they're really good at mixing in the real life um because all of that's true mm-hmm. and within kayfabe and not kayfabe obviously they didn't know uh jay was gonna get in a car accident but mm-hmm. kayfabe they did have the guns come down and steal their thunder from that they attacked yeah. them after their match they did have the guns mock them and take the belt like mm-hmm. all this did happen um and yeah it's great and they basically say you you guys don't know what you're getting into. We're going to whoop your ass. And it's yeah. going to be so cathartic when they do. It is. It is. It's When's it happening? Did they announce it? They haven't said when it's happening. I imagine probably some dynamite coming up. Some special dynamite yeah, or something. Be, it's going to be good. The next pay-per-view is not till... or something. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely where they should do it. I hear the rattle of chips. Just, <laughs> just, let me just turn this uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see the guns get their asses kicked because they during this promo they talked about like Billy Gunn. We have all the utmost respect for you, but we're going to do what you should have done to your boys a long time ago and beat their asses, and <laughs> which was awesome. Going to do what your daddy should have done, <laughs> give you a whooping. I was like, yeah. oh shit! I don't know if you can say that, but that's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, and then top guys out. I love that catchphrase. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. And yeah, no, just the mix, the contrast between these two teams is fun. You mm-hmm. got these old school guys who there's no gimmicks and they're a hundred percent based off the old school and they are Southern guys. And then you've got these two young guys who are in like prep school. Their mm-hmm. daddy was a fucking huge Superstar. deal in WWE. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a silver spoon in their mouth that, basically nepo babies gifted a spot in a company their gear is just based off of sean michaels mm-hmm. they come out to a west to a to a western theme to like a old country western theme to face off against these old country western dudes mm-hmm. um but they're there's they're nothing there's nothing old country western about these guys yeah um it's good it's good. Mm-hmm. They're sure they're a great contrast. I hate them. I hate mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see them get their asses kicked. I hope they don't try to overbook it. I want just a five minute match of the the FTR just destroying them, and then they yes. win the tag title. Yes, please do. Mm-hmm. And the crowd will pop. Mm-hmm. Just, I want to see arms flailing. I want it to be like a dust cloud. You know, like a yeah. cartoon, like a cartoon dust cloud yeah. <laughs> with like fists and shit coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, every once in a while, Austin tries to run away and they pull him back in. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's all I want. It's going to be great. Okay. So where do we go from here? Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying was the trio's match around this time. Yeah. Let's go. Air Fox top flight versus mm, Jericho versus Appreciation Dave. Society. Great match. Although I knew 1000% that uh air fox and top flight weren't gonna win because they've already had a couple shots at the title mm-hmm. 
against mm-hmm. or against the against the elite, they've already been in that spot twice, so they weren't going to get it again. And I knew, yeah. and this is where I was thankful. This match has, this match matters, and this mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. They're having trios matches to build up the context of the division, so yeah. that there this... actually is a division instead of just a constant rotating number one contender shit. I like this match so much mainly because uh, A.R. Fox and Chris Jericho work together, which is just insane to think about. Yeah, I think <laughs> even, uh, I think it was, um, someone said, A.R. Air Fox and Chris Jericho having a stare down in the middle of the ring. And I think it was uh, Excalibur said, I didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think A.R. Fox even tweeted out a picture of them doing a lockup. Like he's like, I can't believe this happened or something like that. <laughs> Neither can I, man. It's fucking great. It is awesome. It's surreal to think about when you think of where just where Jericho was five years ago and where mm-hmm. AR Fox was five years ago. And then mm-hmm. you think of the amount of time AR Fox has been in the industry. Yeah. But has just been like the the ultimate indie work workhorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trained all the dudes. Mm-hmm. wrestled all the dudes and then all the dudes went to wwe mm-hmm. um air fox is great but this match was fun we got to see like a, a jd garcia doing like the samba or whatever on the, the, the apron love it love <laughs> it his last name is garcia yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it makes sense it makes sense but yeah, yeah it does it makes perfect sense they end up winning because uh was it hager hit ar fox in the back with floyd yeah, with, with with the bat Cracks Air Fox. Um, Jericho gets the win. Jericho was going to get the loss, which they played up. They said Jericho is in a uh, is in a major slump. He almost lost to Peter Avalon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's lost three, not even major matches, just three matches in, mm-hmm. in his past four. He was going to lose this one. Was bailed out by his team. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I could see as the match was happening, okay, JAS is going to win. They're going to get a title shot. Okay, this is good. This makes sense. Um, so immediately afterwards, they they get on the mic and they say, House of Black, turn out your lights. Come out here and let's go. We challenge you. The lights go out. Lights come back on. But fucking Wayward Sons hits yeah um, kenny omega's gigantic silhouette that dude's so buff right now <laughs> he's fucking <laughs> he's a triangle he's yeah. glorious i mm-hmm. love to see buff kenny omega because yeah. he was out of shape kenny omega for a bit but only because mm-hmm. he couldn't work out yeah um, and he was never out of shape he just wasn't like fucking triangle mm-hmm. kenny yeah. omega was it like he he, he's now? looking like fucking johnny hungy right now <laughs> um but they yeah, come they, out. They say that. Yeah, they they come out. They say like, actually, well, you know what? We 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 had the titles. We lost the titles. We are the best. We're actually going to be the ones to to challenge uh, to challenge House of Black. But like, with all due respect, and then fucking Don Callis runs out, takes that mic, and says, <laughs> Jericho. We love you. You know, you and I have been friends for a long time. We've known each other 30 years, and you're one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but you're only the second best wrestler from Winnipeg. 
and <laughs> fucking Jericho looks like he shits. And yeah. Then Don Cal says, also "Looks like he shits, but with glee." And then Don Cal says, "If I trained up a little bit, you'd be the third best." As <laughs> <laughs> good as hell, as good as hell, and they are they're they're throwing barbs back and forth, and Kenny Omega's just shrugging, and being like, "Oh, well, yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough, yep, yep, yep," and uh, yeah. and JS is like, "You know what? No, we're facing them, blah blah," and then the lights go out again. Lights come up, and there's the three spooky boys. And one mm-hmm. spooky lady. Yeah. Um, I like first that the they were on this. Well, at first they were on the screen. And he oh, says, uh, yeah, he said, uh, elite or Jericho appreciation society. If you want this belt, all you have to do. And then it cut off again. And then it cut is come and get them. And then they were in the ramp. And then, yes. Uh, and then like, they're all doing the standoff and then the lights went out again and they disappeared. And the crowd was going yeah, so nuts. We're gonna get a, not- a black is massively over right now. We're going to get a three-way uh, nine-person match. Elite yeah. versus House of Black versus JAS. Have House of Black go over again. Put them over huge. This is good. Maybe we get to keep Malachi Black if we <laughs> keep this going. I, yeah, would this like was... keep, I would like to keep him in AEW. Yeah, I liked this whole segment. This is probably my favorite thing of the whole night. I was like, this is so good. What all three teams are doing right now? Really yeah, I, and I, I told you, because I've been saying for, we've been saying for weeks, there's got to be some storylines here. There's got to be some mm-hmm. storylines here. And at the very least, some feuds. Just talk. Don't just show up on fucking Rampage and attack each other, and then now that's a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I need something, because these are all main event guys, so they should be having main event segments. Mm-hmm. Um, make the belts feel like there's some weight as opposed to just matches. Mm-hmm. And this is doing that for me. Oh yeah, this is fun. I like a, this a lot. A trios trios match, which I can't <laughs> wait. But if that trios match was an all timer, oh yeah, fuck, yeah. The fucking Meltzer driver uh, knee from knee that, uh, from Matthews, Buddy Matthews. Woo! Yeah. God, looks like <laughs> I loved um, Kenny Sell of the uh, Black Mass. I don't the know what he calls leg. it. AW. Yeah. Just like crumpled into the splits, which is cool. It was so good. I loved, I loved so Matt good. tagging himself in after Malachi and um, Kenny did their exchanges, and then he tag, Matt tagged himself in and said, "I want Brody." And then Brody came in. He tried to tag out to Nick, and Nick jumped down. He's like, "I'm not getting in there." <laughs> no, it was yeah. It just showed just how good those guys are, and mm-hmm. just how much of a missed opportunity it would be to let any of those guys slip out of your grasp because they're mm-hmm. way too good to not be using them. It doesn't oh, yeah. make any sense. I don't know what's up with both WWE and AEW with not being able to properly use these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Malachi. Like that dude's so creative and stuff. It's like, I don't know how you can't in both companies. Like you can't find anything for him to do most of the time. It doesn't make any sense. He's so creative. He's so good in the ring. He looks like a, like a killer. Like you just see him on TV and you're going to stop and be like, what's this guy about? Yeah. He's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. He's great on the mic. Just let him talk. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody has a presence like Brody, like Brody King. And to try and get JR to shut the fuck up about Brody King would be impossible. Mm-hmm. That man, you'd think he's Brody King's daddy. Mm-hmm. The way that he gushes 
about him during a match. It mm-hmm. is so funny. I love to. I think has deep an down, JR, absolute crush on Brody King. Yeah, I think deep down, Jr. hates tattoos though because he keeps he always talks about their tattoos. <laughs> well, it's the most boomer ass thing. He's like, "Oh my god, look at the tattoos on that man! Mm-hmm. Must yeah. be must be a tough man." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when he did a tope though, he said like, "Oh, that's a lot of ink flying across the ring," and that was a yeah. great call. Yeah, that was he said, cool. imagine 280 pounds of ink flying at you. It's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, JR, that, that was actually a badass call. Sometimes and I JR think that was does. on the pay-per-view when he said mm-hmm. that. It was. It was. Like, that was cold as hell, JR. Mm-hmm. And then he left. And that was it. It was basically <laughs> the only match he called. he called. He called like the first three matches, right? Yeah, first three matches and bounced on out of there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, like, from his leg cancer, right? He can't sit for that long or something? Yeah, I don't know if that's what it is. Just maybe just age, just catching up. That's true. It's too. a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's mm-hmm. a long ass show. It's tiring for us, and we're not commentating. Yeah, commentating. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm on my couch and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. This man is talking the whole time and trying to call moves and remember things and, and tell nah, a story. Man, this man's stuff, a senior yeah. citizen. Mm-hmm. Let him let him drink his fucking Moscow mules in the back. Conduct his interviews. Okay, so moving from this to, I guess, uh, John Silver, Alex Reynolds versus John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Good match. Like this match. This was fun. Yeah, this match is great. Uh, uh, BCC are full on heels now, but yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, and this is this is what I. This here is what feels like a build to blood and guts to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is uh, is BCC versus Dark Order. Mm-hmm. I think it feels like a blood and guts build. The way they're doing it with like John Moxley squeezing, um, Evil Uno's head like a grape, with uh, Moxley and Hangman just knocking each other out. With mm-hmm. uh, Moxley just not going on vacation, yeah. <laughs> when like they're building to something long term, um, they've already gone through a pay per view now, and it's still going. When mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh, what's next for Hangman?" Still Mox, mm-hmm. <laughs> still Moxley. Um, yeah, so fucking Silver and Reynolds had a good had a good match versus uh, Mox and Claudio. Claudio versus uh. Uh, silver is funny to watch because it looks like someone either just shrunk Claudio or stretched uh, John Silver when they face each other, and I like it. Um, yeah, just a just a banger. But the, just the bad blood in this feud is like mm-hmm. palpable, and mm-hmm. like you've got blood in almost every match you've got weapons coming out you've got guys not breaking holds you've got people Moxton having to bleed this match on the on dynamite and i saw somebody say oh he's a heel now he's not going to bleed anymore <laughs> <laughs> doing the Mick Foley thing yeah <laughs> Kane Dewey mm-hmm. um man what a storyline that was but uh yeah this was great and uh i love the ending when mox would release the hold so then out comes Hangman or no first out comes uh, Evil Uno. He goes mm-hmm. in there. 
stands up to them, but then just she's getting beaten down. Because um, we have to remember that uh, Wheeler Yuta's also at ringside. Um, so then Hangman comes out there. He he's defending. He's going fucking wild. Um, he was getting beaten down at one point too, but then they were able to. Uh... Or did he come out first and then came Evil Uno? I can't remember. Any anyway, uh, Evil Uno came out and they kept getting beat down. And then Hangman came out. Okay, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, and then, and then uh... Uh, he just oh, basically yeah. walked past Box. He's like, yeah. I don't want to do anything with you. Well, yeah, because he had he had told Renee like. No, as far as I'm concerned, we're done. Like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, man's done with this shit. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm moving on. Um, so yeah, so he walks past Mox, um, and he's checking on his boys. He just wants to check on them, make sure that they're okay. Then uh, Claudio grabs him by the shoulder. He turns around, drops Claudio, and then BCC jumps Hangman, and they're stomping on Hangman. And but then the uh, the um, rest the rest of the, of the Dark, Dark Order, Order is able to sort of get them off of him, mm-hmm. but they all they all start. Here's the thing: they all start grabbing weapons here, mm-hmm. and then that's when I was like, "Oh, they're building to a big warfare match here between these Maybe. two sides." Whether Maybe it's like a, a, a stadium, state. yeah, type thing or a blood and guts type thing, I don't know what it is, but this is a build to a big faction warfare thing, mm-hmm. which has me really excited. Yeah. And then it, you sent me that thing on Twitter announced next week for Winnipeg is BCC versus hangman and dark order, but Stu Grayson. Yeah, he is Canadian. Back. So that, that could be the reason why, because he did show up. Um, he showed up last segment. time. Canada too, right. Yeah. He showed up in a segment of some kind with them. So it's sort of like he's still in the dark order in kayfabe, mm-hmm. but not signed to the company. So uh, is he only wrestling in Canada now? He might be. Cause I don't, he's not signed. Mm-hmm. So that would be his visa, right? Would probably yeah. be to, uh, to work, um, to only like in order to wrestle in the States, he would have to be signed. Mm-hmm. Probably. But yeah, he's working in D's as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, like probably like smash and shit like that. So it's too bad. He's not with AEW. I would like him to come back, but like he had honest gripes though. He was not being used and he's yeah, way, I, way too talented to not be used. I always hated that him and uh, evil Uno never got like a proper tag run. Cause when they were the super smash bros on the Indies back in the day, they were so freaking good. I mean, they still are, but like, I just remember seeing them back in the day. <laughs> just look at, that look at their cage match rating. It's like mm-hmm. nine, <laughs> like mm-hmm. nine and a half. They were beloved mm-hmm. on the indies when, like, when all the super workers were working the indies. They mm-hmm. were beloved. So, like, they, their skill has always been there and they're a unique uh, style. Stu, Stu Grayson is a freak. Mm-hmm. He's probably pound for pound one of the best wrestlers AW had. And yeah. they just didn't use him. It was weird. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He's, fa- he's phenomenal, but I don't know. It's like, it's strange because Uno can talk. Mm-hmm. That's what was weird. It's like, okay, Stu Grayson, not necessarily the best, the best talker. He's got an accent, this and that. Fucking not Uno. 
and they have Uno on screen doing their doing their video game stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. He can talk. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He generates such incredible sympathy too. Mm-hmm. Like his segments where he where he steps up and then gets beat down, it works every time. Mm-hmm. And the crowd's always with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So hopefully they hopefully they're able to bring him back. Um, it, at the very least, it seems like they're on good terms because he's in the match. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like if they do this blood and guts or this whatever this match is. Who else is joining BCC? I don't know. Danielson maybe, but he's kind of like ultra babyface still. Especially after his promo. We got to talk we about talked, that. We're going to do that we now. We talked about going home, making me cry, watching his promo. <laughs> yeah, the, this promo, Danielson's promo was phenomenal. So this is mm-hmm. him after his match. He was saying that uh, MJF told him that he was going to, he was going to, um, make it so that he can't hold his kids anymore, can't play with his kids. And he said, when he had me tap out in the submission after the match, I couldn't feel, I didn't have feeling in two of my arms and one of my legs. Um, Mm -hmm. He's like, he was right. I am not a hundred percent there for my kids because of wrestling. I always said that I did wrestling for my kids, but I do wrestling for myself. At the mm-hmm. expense of my kids. And he's like, he is right. He was not wrong here. He's like healed, but he was he was right. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe it's time that I reevaluate things. Maybe it's time that I go home. And mm-hmm. what does that mean? Does that mean he just takes his hiatus for a while? Because when a big guy loses a big match, it is good for them to leave for a while. Mm-hmm. To sort of yeah, reset I, things, let other people take the spotlight. That's what I legit took it as, is him just going on vacation. Taking the, take boxes and going to use his PTO, I'll use it. And then, But uh, you had pointed out, I saw online too, some people saying Ring of Honor. Yeah, and the reason why I say that, and I wouldn't think that because it makes, it makes his promo a little weird, mm-hmm. um, if that's what he meant. But... Um, Somebody has been calling him out recently and has been doing mm-hmm. it on Ring of Honor. Zach and that is Saber. Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. So that could be where he goes. Or maybe that's where he comes back. Yeah, maybe he I comes back to face Zach. Maybe Zack Sabre Jr. keeps calling him out and keeps calling mm-hmm. him out. And maybe he comes back. Then he's like, okay, call me out one more fucking time. And I'm going to come beat your ass. Yeah, and that's—I don't know if you can hear what's going on upstairs. I hear people talking, but I, I can't understand. What I, there saying. is some wild shit happening above me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. There are people. I hear booing. I hear screaming. I don't know. I know it's a fucking Friday night, but goddamn, um, I don't know what that is. But it is wild up there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a drink with whoever's up there later. Yeah. Um, there's some yeah. shenanigans happening. The, we're not the promo is great. Event. Yeah, I think we're on the main event now. I don't know what else we there is are, to talk we about. We are. Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. This is a hell of a match. This is yeah, beef. It, it, it got turned into a street fight because Hobbs, or not Hobbs, Wardlow's, the Brenna car got broken into 
Paul's gear stolen, the title stolen, which I, I thought mean, it was real in there talking about it being real, but now it seems like it, it might be storyline. I don't know. But yeah, but also like I joked with you that you know this is how I know AEW is the better wrestling company. Because people keep stealing the AEW championships. Yeah. <laughs> no one's stealing the WWE championships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people want That's the true. AEW ones. Um, obviously, I'm joking. But, I mean, the mm-hmm. WWE, ones, WWE ones do kind of look like toys. But let's just move on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah so I, I had thought awesome. maybe it was going to be Powerhouse Hobbs stole it. Although... Mm-hmm. I'd maybe shy away from a black man stealing someone's shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I thought it was going to be like Joe. A... Yeah, like Joe could have done Joe, it. That would have been Joe cool. getting his re- getting his revenge for losing the title. So he just broke in and stole it. Um. Yeah. So, but when they when they were fighting in the back, and uh, and Powerhouse Hobbs went into his car and took out the ring and hit him with it. I thought he was going to go into his car again and take out the belt. And hit him with the mm-hmm. belt. And I'd, and I'd be like, that would be fucking badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, he opens up his trunk and there's the belt and he hits him yeah. with it. Or I thought yeah. he was going to come out to the ring wearing Warlow's gear. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they both wear singlets. Yeah. Both big I, I, I hope uh, Hobbs got insurance, Renner's insurance on that car because they fucked that car up. They hit it with they, the Yeah. Slammed through the windshield, the door, yeah. <laughs> back body drops, fucking yeah. That door gone, hinges mm-hmm. blown out. Um, it's gonna yeah, be funny they, when they, Hobbs goes to turn that back in. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We saw it on TV. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they beat each other all over that backstage area. They come out to the ring. Eventually, Wardlow gets the better of Hobbs. He's uh. They they worked their way up to the fucking. They're putting each other through tables because this was a street fight, so they're just beating that ass. At one point, Hobbs or Wardlow powerbound Hobbs on the ramp. That looked like that sucked. Yep, because because uh, Hobbs is a very large man. In that this is no way to set him down nicely once you get him Didn't, up. <laughs> someone got put through a table and then got put through the other part of the table, right? Or is that a different match? That was the the uh, uh, Iron Man match when oh, MJF forget I dropped said Danielson. It forget I said it. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We're, we're just going to move on from that. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. So th- they battle their way up the fucking ramp. Um, Wardlow looks like he's winning. And I'm like, God damn. This is Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs this time. He's going he's gonna to put Hobbs through the fucking announce table. They're like, we're getting out of here. And then... I knew something shifty was going on here because the angle they were shooting it at was... Yeah, crazy. they like zoomed in real close to Wardlow. <laughs> and then a fucking chair comes in the shot and fucking cracks uh, Wardlow in the back. I was like, oh, well, the announcers? What the fuck's going on? Turns QT yes. Marshall. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking what? And then QT Marshall hits him in the he- in the gut and then in the head or whatever. And he's just wearing him out with this chair. I'm like, oh, shit. And then he and Powerhouse pick up fucking Wardlow and powerbomb him through the setup that uh, fucking Jericho went through off the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking pad underneath. Guys, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> stop at putting least, that fucking plywood on top of the, top or, of the Or at least pad. get a different get a different angle to where you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't look but, puffy. 
Mm-hmm. People weren't making fun of this one though. At least as far as I know. I don't fucking look online anymore after I did I didn't I didn't see any. As far as yeah. I know, no one said mm-hmm. shit. I think people were just happy powerhouse Hobbs won a championship. As yeah, was I. Me too. I was so happy Hobbs won. Um and, and then at first because at first I was like freaking QT Marshall, this is so random. But then I guess last year when they were feuding with Ricky Starks, they QT owed Hobbs a favor. Or yeah, something. and he yeah, he did say, uh, I got your back when whenever mm-hmm. you need it. I got your back. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, sort of like an IOU. Just call mm-hmm. it in whenever. And I guess either he called it in or he just came out there and helped him. Um, I hope QT doesn't align himself with Hobbs going forward. That doesn't interest me yeah. in any shape or form. I want to see I Hobbs hope, on yeah. his own. Here's what I hope happens. I hope QT thinks they're going to be aligned, and then Hobbs just beats him up. It's like I don't need you. <laughs> okay, that would be that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Or beat his whole team. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah, great. I don't need you guys. I'm freaking Hobbs. Like I don't need you. And guys. do it in like a way that like just sets up the next thing. Like they come out together, he beats them, and then immediately you move on with the segment to the actual segment. Mm-hmm. I would like that. Um, but yeah, like it, I was of two minds of this. I was just like, I don't really love Hobbs needing QT to beat Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Like I would like Hobbs to have that moment on his own. But at the same time, it does protect Wardlow because yeah, people were saying because people were saying Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs, neither of these guys can afford a loss, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely don't know why they put the belt back on Wardlow. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know why fucking, and this is why I don't like them redoing these matches because mm-hmm. somebody inevitably has to lose more than once. Mm-hmm. Like so now, Joe, within like a two month span or two and a half month span, has lost the TNT Championship twice. Same with Wardlow. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like okay, like stop giving the <laughs> you're like mounting their losses here. Yeah, like this is unnecessary. Um, just have him lose the belts once instead of twice. Yeah, like Wardlow's uh, TNT runs, not so good. Yeah, they haven't been that long either. So no, the other one he had like two defenses in three months, and then this mm-hmm. one he lasted. He had one defense and he lost it. So mm-hmm. it's like, hmm, I don't know. Got to be doing they they. I hope they have a plan for him. Yeah, I if you go off that list that MJF made when he's talking shit about everyone, Wardlow would be the next one after Danielson. So maybe yeah, he's go just got to he's got to build up those wins. You can't have him eat this loss and then go right to a title yeah. shot. You got to have him That's go true. do some other things. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe him versus Jungle Boy, some shit like that. Like two yeah. guys who are going for gold. Yeah. You could also do this as a heel turn for Wardlow too. Maybe that'll spice things. He back could up use one. He could use one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's tired of being shit on and stuff, so he's just going back to his old. Yeah, he keeps stuff. getting betrayed. Mm-hmm. Just like, power bombing uh, everyone in sight. I mean, that's what he got over the most when he just had to power bomb everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was simple as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is cool. This is fun. I liked it. Uh, so looking to the future. Next week, I won't be around, 
and then I will be, and then I won't be. So okay. March is looking a little rough for the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. This might be the only podcast in March. We'll find out. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. If I post it, if I post it, <laughs> we might not have one in March. People might think we're retired. Who knows? Uh, I'll try to remind you to, to post it. <laughs> Please do. You go to sleep, though. Yeah, gotta go sleep. That's the quick. problem. Is I I stay up and <laughs> and then and then it's like I'm heading to bed. And I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot to. Like it's too late to do that right now. I'll do it in the morning, and then I forget to do and it. Then in you the forget, morning, and then yeah. that's where we are. I, All right, I hear you on that, brother. All right, we're done. See ya.